It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is Ryan Leonard Tom Wilson 2.0? Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code locked on to get $20 off. That's J A S E Medical. Com. So in this edition of Lockdown Capitals, we talk about the Caps as they prepare to take on the Kraken on Thursday evening. And what is the latest with Alex Ovechkin? Will he be good to go on Thursday? Seems like he was kind of ramping up. Will he be good to go? We'll talk about that in the show. We'll also talk about the latest on Tom Wilson and his status. Will he be good to go on Thursday? A little bit later, we will talk about options around the Capitals. This week, I've talked about options that the Capitals have in the event that they don't go outside of the organization and make that big acquisition that GM Brian McClellan said they were going to do. In this episode, I'll talk about Scarbosa. Uh, but just to get it going here, the question that I open up the show with is Ryan Leonard, Tom Wilson 2.0. And it's an interesting thing. That was my knee-jerk reaction when I saw that the Capitals drafted Ryan Leonard as he is pretty much a blueprint or like a stamp of what Tom Wilson is, both two huge dudes play a physical game, uh, not afraid of sticking up for their teammates, good goal scorers, good leaders. Can you imagine the future at some point when Ryan Leonard and Tom Wilson on the same team together it's going to be quite a dynamic duo. Make no mistake about it. Uh, Ryan Leonard uh, is six foot, one hundred and ninety-two pounds, uh, and I think that ultimately he is growing into that body. Um, and I think that at some point, if you kind of want to rewind time, you remember Tom Wilson isn't wasn't quite as big uh, as he is right now. So I think that he is going to grow into that. Uh, well, they both relish their physical brand of hockey. And I think that that is something that is oftentimes overlooked uh, in modern hockey. Oftentimes nowadays you hear about speed, uh, you hear about uh, their shot, that kind of thing. But a physical presence, 
uh, is something that is oftentimes overlooked. Uh, we remember that he was drafted eighth overall by the Capitals at the 2023 NHL draft, making a Boston College just the third NCAA school to have two top 10 picks in the same draft, uh, scored 51 goals in the 22-23 campaign, which is tied for ninth all-time in a single season in USA Hockey National Team Development Program. Um, so just the back of his hockey card before he even plays his first game in the NHL, quite stunning. Over his two seasons with Team USA, he netted 77 goals, which is seventh all-time in program history, too shy of Austin Matthews. Scored the game-winning goal at 220 into overtime of the U18 World Championship gold medal game to beat Sweden 3-2, closing the, the tournament with 17 points, including eight goals. Capitals fans, are you excited yet about the prospect of seeing Leonard on this team? Uh, the difficult part, however, is it probably most likely will not be next season. Not impossible, improbable, but what he did do is he really showed up on the big stage most recently here at the World Junior Championships, kind of just solidifying his place. And, you know, if there was any doubters in the Capitals world there that was it the right selection to make at the draft, I think that he uh, has made that case quite well. Uh, but the comparison between Wilson and Leonard, they're both multidimensional players that have a big physical presence but there's more. They can score goals. That brand of hockey has served Leonard well as he helped Team USA win gold at the IIHF World Junior Championships. And if we remember, you know, want to bring it a little bit closer to home, what that meant for the Capitals and the Hershey Bears when the Hershey Bears won the Calder Cup. Uh, all the swagger that kind of came from that. I think that you're going to expect that same thing uh, from Leonard as well. Len Leonard lit up the World Junior Championships as he scored a point per game, except for just one game that he didn't. Uh, I don't think we can ask anything more. Three goals and three assists. Uh, and Leonard tying uh, the game there. Is he trying to emulate Wilson? Uh, I think that to a certain extent, maybe subconsciously he is. I don't think that he's saying, hey, is this what Tom Wilson would do here or there? I just think that they're cut from the same cloth. He outworked most of his opponents and likes his role as a pest or an irritant. Um, and that is a subtle art as well. You know, Tom Wilson is a guy that's always chirping players, not afraid of mixing it up, despite, you know, no matter what size they are, he's not afraid of getting in the thick of it uh, and making his case or, you know, wanting to throw down with someone. I think to a certain extent uh, that Leonard will be that way on the Capitals as well. Uh, he said he has a chip on his shoulders and knows not everyone appreciates his play and his antics. Um, kind of like Tom Wilson. You know, if you're in the D.C. community, you love Tom Wilson. If you're the opponent in their fan base, mm, not so much. Unless you can just, you know, appreciate a player based on, you know, what they bring to the team. If you're not, uh, if you can be objective about your praise for a player, then maybe you can appreciate it. But I'm going to say a majority of NHL fans outside of the DC market don't have a whole lot of appreciation for Tom Wilson. We love him in DC. I think that perhaps that is going to be the same uh, for Leonard as well. His size works to his, as to his advantage as he's not easily 
driven off the puck, and that was evident in the gold medal game against Sweden. Despite the fact he was being back-checked heavily, he found a way to get a shot past Sweden netminder Hugo Havilad. And um, if I'm not getting that pronunciation 100% perfect, you'll have to forgive me there. But that was one of the moments, if you watch the highlight or maybe you watch the whole game, pumping your fist. This guy is going to be on the capital soon. It's something to get you really excited. Leonard was feeling it from the great play, and then he blew a kiss to the crowd in Sweden. And he said it wasn't something that, you know, he had, you know, thought of beforehand. He was just riding high with emotion and adrenaline. And that moment where he drove the puck home and scored that goal to look out at the fans, that had to be a moment where, you know, you could have gone a lot of different ways. He kind of chose a classy act, but kind of us, you know, it was the perfect moment if you saw it. And it was one of the things that you were like, yeah, that's right. Um, so just a really great moment. And uh, the comparables between Tom Wilson and Ryan Leonard, well, there's a lot of them. Uh, like I talked about, a guy that sticks up for his teammates, scores a ton of goals, leadership qualities, a chirper, hard to get driven off the puck. Tom Wilson, Ryan Leonard, cut from the same cloth. The Capitals will have quite the dynamic duo. The question I have, however, is that they say sometimes when two players are too similar or two people in general are too similar, sometimes they clash. I guess I don't know you know, what the rapport is going to be like between Tom Wilson uh, and Leonard, but they both kind of think the same in a lot of different ways. I, you got to think to a certain extent that perhaps Leonard will look up to Tom Wilson as Wilson has been in the league that much longer. But I think that mentally they're kind of wired the same way. So for me, I'm quite excited uh, to see what they have on the ice, uh, in particular Ryan Leonard when he's good to go for the Capitals. All right, so coming up here after the break, this week I am talking about options if the Capitals do not land that big top six forward that they were looking for. What options do they have internally? I'll talk about one option coming up. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That's pretty scary if you ask me. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if one of my significant others or one of yours uh, got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from getting life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because we have Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illness, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today, so go to jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today in, on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So options in the Capitals organization. What options do the Capitals have if they don't find a trade partner uh, for, let's say, a Kuznetsov or an Anthony Mantha? Say they are unable to get that top six scoring forward that they were looking for. What options do they have internally? This week, I've talked about Ethan Frank. Yesterday, I talked about Parikh Dubey. Today, I'm going to talk about Scarbosa, another great option for the Capitals. And the best part, of course, is that he's already in the organization. The Capitals have struggled trying to replace center Nick Backstrom. What options are available in Hershey if no one rises to the challenge or an upgrade through a trade cannot be made. Mike Scarbosa comes to mind, you know, a little bit uh, older uh, than a lot of the other guys in the AHL. He is 31 years old, a center undrafted in 2010 by the Sharks. And there's a lot to like about his game. Uh, He is an assist machine. He can score goals. And ultimately, the Capitals have him on the cheap. Michael Scarbosa signed a two-year 1,555,000 contract with the Capitals, including 1,555,000 guaranteed and an annual average salary of $775,000. Through 34 games, he has seven goals and 26 assists. That's that's quite impressive. Uh, That is near the top uh, in all of the AHL, 34 games, 26 assists. Now, it's not just a flash in the pan if you want to take a look at what he had in the tank last season. Through 60 games played, he had 21 goals and 37 assists. Again, the Capitals most likely will never see Nick Backstrom on the ice again. They are looking for that great center. Um, And there is a player that comes to mind that maybe isn't the right guy for the job. I'm not saying he isn't, but what we know right now about him, it doesn't appear that he is the right guy for the job. Who am I talking about? Evgeny Kuznetsov, of course. Uh, Scarbosa is part of the leadership core in Hershey. I don't think the Bears would want to part with him, but his experience could help the Capitals. Listen, I don't think the Bears would love the idea of Scarbosa leaving the Bears to go up to the Capitals. I understand that that's the whole purpose of the AHL is to kind of serve as, you know, the the, the a pot that can marinate these players until they are NHL ready. Um, so I think that to a good thing, it would be mission accomplished Hershey bears for, you know, having a player that's that great and and ready for his opportunity. Um, but is he, is he, uh, you know, capable of being more than an AHL player? He was nearly a point per game player this season. He generated 58 points in 60 games. Uh, excuse me, last season, his 21 goals and 58 points were the second most of his career. Scarbosa also scored a career-high five-game winning goals. It's pretty impressive, I got to say. Last season for the Bears, he played on a dynamic line with Vecchioni and Ethan Frank. 
Uh, and we know what the Bears did last year. And if you don't know, they are absolutely killing it this year. Listen, there are a lot of questions about this year's Capitals team. Uh, we talk about this team struggling in the goal-scoring department, uh, the, their struggles in five-on-five -five hockey, and that it does appear that Alex Ovechkin is struggling a little bit with chemistry, and maybe that is what's behind his inability to score as many goals. I know that they had some luck in the last game against the Kings when it was aligned with Strom uh, and uh patch ready out there but was that just you know a snapshot is that something that's going to be sustainable that is the question um and i'm not going to say that scarbosa is going to be nick back nick backstrom-esque but i'm saying that he is quite a great center and the potential is there if the capitals wanted to utilize it um and the facts speak for themselves and you know yesterday i was talking about Prague dubay and they're like it's not a comparison it's the ahl it's not the nhl well if you respect brayden holpe what is one of the things he said is he said the line between the ahl and the nhl is razor fine Many great Capitals got their start in the Hershey Bears organization and are now playing on the big team. My thing is that if they cannot make that big acquisition, they have viable options within their own organization, the Bears, um, you know, and further down the Stingrays. Those players are perhaps a little bit further out, but. You know, of course, I would like Brian McClellan to, you know, shoot for the fences and get that big name player, that big top six forward, you know, that big sexy name that's in the NHL. But it's difficult to do. You know, are you willing uh, are you willing to mortgage the farm in order to make that kind of acquisition? Um, it's a tough question. You don't want to totally deplete, uh, you know, your prospects. You know, you don't want to give up your fan favorite player. Um, so if that's not something that's attainable, then there are options internally. Uh, the thing I'm, I've heard quite often is, well, why don't they trade Phillips or why don't they trade, you know, Kuznetsov? Listen, everyone else is not walking through this with blinders on. They can see the back of those players' hockey cards. They know that Kuznetsov has not had a really great season. They know that, you know, Phillips, for example, is not lighting it up. Um, you know, there is a player that comes to mind that does have increased value this year. And it's interesting to say, but Anthony Mantha and, uh, you know, part of uh, playing better is that, you know, your stats look that much better. And if your stats look that much better, the greater your trade value is. I ultimately don't see the Capitals re-signing someone like Anthony Mantha. So yes, they could potentially trade Anthony Mantha to pick up a big piece, but say for some reason, there are no takers on Anthony Mantha, then they do have options internally that they could at least try to bring up and see if there's any kind of chemistry there. For me, I think that it would be worth at least taking a look at it. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about the latest with Alex Ovechkin and Tom Wilson. Will they be ready to go on Thursday? I'll talk about that coming up. It's almost the halfway point of the season. Let's face it, Caps fans, it's been an up and down season. Regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official daily app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash 
in daily fantasy hockey contests. To win big, uh, all you got to do is to get 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Capitals fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game-changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic all right welcome back into this edition of locked on capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team every day so the capitals are preparing for the crack and we know that charlie lingren is trending in the right direction that most likely he will get the start but there are some questions on this team. Most notably, is Alex Ovechkin going to be good to go? Um, it's not 100% for sure that he is going to be good to go. Tom Wilson is trending in the direction that he should be uh, able to go. He is wearing that fishbowl uh, uh, on the front of his face. So obviously, it is a bit of a concern that his nose is a little bit screwed up right now. And he doesn't want to re-injure that. My guess is that Tom Wilson will, in fact, be good to go. He will just be wearing that fishbowl on the front of his face, at least for a while. Spencer Carberry is also uh, you know, trying to shake things up, and Wednesday was no exception. The biggest question facing the Capitals on Thursday is the health of their captain, Alex Ovechkin. With Alex in question, practice still needed to happen. Um, and, you know, they were cycling through some different players in the event that, you know, say Alex Ovechkin is not good to go. Hendricks Lop here and Matthew Phillips rotated on the top line with Dylan Strom and Tom Wilson. Now, make no mistake about it. I really don't think that uh, Matthew Phillips would ever slot in uh, on the top line. But I think, you know, they needed the players uh, to have a practice. So that's what they went with. That was just for practice and scenarios that involve Ovi not being full go for Thursday. I expect to see more Ovi, Strom, and Patch ready, at least for a while. Um, I expect to see that because I think that, you know, perhaps, you know, Spencer Carberry's like, hey, I might be onto something here. And uh, if it works, great. I don't want to get ahead of myself here and say that it is going to work just because it worked in a single game for a part of one game. But if it is something, then that is quite something to be excited about. As we know the potential of Ovechkin, we know the potential of Stroman to a certain extent, Max Patch ready as well. Uh, maybe Spencer caught some lightning in a bottle with the trio. Perhaps, you know, it's something to look for. As for Kuznetsov, um, you know, it is an interesting thing, you know, that he was a healthy scratch, you know, that he was, you know, pretty much played limited game time in the last couple games here. 
I expect him to still be on a short leash, uh, considering how things are going. And the thing about Kuznetsov is that if he does not turn his act around, I expect him to be maybe watching the next game from the press box as a healthy scratch. I don't think that necessarily that's going to be the next game, but he's kind of has to be put on notice that you have to perform. And uh, we expect big things from Evgeny Kuznetsov on Wednesday. He was on the second line koozie. That is between Oshi and patch ready. Oshi is still not a hundred percent confirmed on making his return from an upper body injury, but it is trending in that direction. Listen, Oshi has struggled a bit in the goal-scoring department this season, but uh, he is a great playmaker. He has great vision uh, that maybe if he's not the one contributing on the goal, maybe he's not the one that finds the back of the net. He puts himself in a position where he can feed the puck to someone that can score or he can position himself uh, to be successful and make the, the team successful. So I am ultimately looking forward to uh, T.J. Oshi making his return to this team as I think the Capitals you know, play that much better with him in the lineup. Carbs is hoping that playing with Oshi and Patch Ready might jumpstart Kuzi's sluggish start. Hey, like I said, Oshi's got good vision. We know what Patch Ready's capable of doing. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what shakes out on Thursday evening, who's playing on what line, who's in, and who's out. Maybe Oshi and Patch Ready can help him a little bit as well, giving him a couple guys that have real presence to them and have high expectations. For that matter, Carberry said, Kuz will need to get this game up to game level and be able to contribute and keep up with the guys and make sure they're an effective line. Again, kind of getting put on notice there that you need to step up. We expect more from you. Uh, so it's going to be interesting for Kuznetsov. I think that ultimately he probably will be dealt um, in the summer somehow. I don't know if they're going to maximize their return, uh, but I do expect, you know, if there's something that's at least remotely uh, you know, interesting uh, for Brian McClellan, or he thinks that it's an upgrade, even maybe in a smaller level than he had hoped for, I do see the Capitals moving on from Kuzi at some point. Uh, Sonny Milano is still a question mark and in a non-contact jersey as of Wednesday's practice. So a lot of question marks. Sandine, we know, has that upper body injury. So there are some questions that remain uh, for the Capitals as they prepare for the Kraken. Sonny Milano, you know, like I talked about yesterday, um, has had kind of an up and down season. Um, so uh, he's going to have to give a lot more if he wants to continue to get a sweater night in and night out. Uh, like I've talked about all week that there are viable options uh, down in Hershey. So if you're not up to the task of helping this team win games, then you might be sitting down and that's just the way that it's going to be. So we're hoping from, you know, for bigger and better things from the Capitals. It was a really great win uh, over the Kings, but let's not forget the struggle as well against Carolina and New Jersey. We want a whole lot more LA and a lot less Carolina and New Jersey, please. Um, you know, it was a good fight in the game against the Kings. That's what we want to see going forward. Ultimately, we'd like it to be more of a decisive victory, but the Capitals showing that fight in the last game against the Kings was promising for me. Let's hope they have a whole lot more of that 
as they take on the Kraken. I want to thank you once again for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube. You are ultimately what makes this show successful, and I have you guys to thank. When you're done here, head on over to Locked On's 24-7 streaming channel. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Check it out, guys. I think you will love it. It's sports news 24-7, and the best part it's free. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.